When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Oh, mama, what a play! Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, welcome into a Friday edition of the Sooner Sports Podcast. My name is Chris Plank, and I'm sorry we're posting a little bit later than we typically do. I always like to have the podcast ready for you on your drive to work on a Friday morning with the newest episode, but it's for a good reason. Lincoln Riley just wrapped up a Zoom conference call with local media, national media, and it was very insightful. We're going to bring you the highlights of that coming up here in just a bit. Also, Sooner Sound Off this week debated the best four- or five-year career in OU basketball, men's and women's. I'll tell you what, I, I think that she would admit this. I think Jessica Cootie is really mad at me. I really, I think Cootie is hot at me about this one because she was debating Stacey Dales. Gabe Eichert was debating Buddy Heald. And Chad McKee, who had gone goose egg so far, hadn't won the uh, vote on the show or the people's vote, but Chad McKee had Courtney Pierce. And I thought it was a heck of a debate. So you guys can decide for yourself. I was the judge this week. I went with Courtney Paris. I still think Cootie's mad at me, but she makes an incredible case for Stacey Dales. And listen, I'm seeing all these comments on Twitter. People like, Blake Griffin, Trey Young. What about these guys? Uh, Wayman Tisdale. They didn't have four-year careers. That's the whole point of the debate. A four-year, five-year, if you had a red shirt or an injury in their career. Listen to it. Hope you enjoy it. That's coming up a little bit later on in the podcast. The Sooner Sports Podcast today is presented in part by AT&T. AT&T is America's best network. Academy Sports and Outdoors is the preferred sporting goods retailer of Oklahoma Athletics. Metroplex Electric, we can be your electrician. And Sooner fans, it's important you know that Pizza Hut is still here and ready to serve you the pizza you love. Whether it's picked up for carryout or delivered hot and fresh to your doorstep, contactless delivery is one of the many ways that we're working to help provide you and our employees the safest experience possible. No matter your location, if you want a more contactless option and prefer your pizza left on the door upon delivery, no problem. Place your order on PizzaHut.com 
or the Pizza Hut app. All right, so let's get after it. I didn't want to post the whole Zoom press conference just because I figured if we could break it up in some of the highlights, you might enjoy it a little bit more. So uh, first and foremost, the opening question was a good one. Just what Lincoln Riley has learned from waiting a little longer to officially start the student athlete or officially start the summer workouts for Oklahoma Sooners football. Of course, July one was when the Sooners started things yesterday and most places across the country started a little bit earlier. Lincoln Riley on the advice of Scott Anderson, Dr. Dale Bratzler, Joe Stiglione has been involved. They all decided to wait until July one. So what has OU learned from waiting and what was Lincoln Riley's reaction to the first batch of COVID-19 numbers? I would say we've learned quite a bit. I mean, there's, you know, all of this is new for, for everybody. And this is kind of like real life. I mean, not one part of this program, not one thing we do on any given day. That's not, uh, that's not affected by, by this pandemic. And so, you know, we've been able to have a lot of conversations with our peers, um, I think some of them like being able to protect them in your facilities. Not that it's easy. It takes it takes a lot of work, but that's the far and away the least of our concerns, which is kind of what we figured the majority of cases that, that you're having or have been traced back to, you know, what players are doing when other 20-something hours a day that you don't have them, uh, which is kind of what we had thought. So I would say some of it is just confirmed suspicions or confirmed our, our thoughts. Um, you know, some of it is small as, you know, to the details of, you know, what kind of masks do you wear? You know, how do you get them in and out of the facility? I mean, some of it's, you know, more kind of functional uh, on the protocol side of it. So I, I would say we've learned a little bit of everything and it's been helpful. Um, uh, reaction to the numbers. I, I would say. Surprised. I mean, I think we're uh you know, we're kind of a microcosm of, you know, of, of the whole country right now. And so, um, you know, we had, I think, seven guys here that were, you know, we had a few that we knew before, which there was going to be some. I think ended up having seven uh, of the guys that we tested here that, that you know, that, that did test positive. And so, no surprise, we certainly weren't expecting zero. Um, I would say there's some uh, – Confidence, um, I don't know, I don't know, you know comfort's the right word in the situation, but I feel good about our plan and glad that we were able to vet from a lot of different people before we got those guys here. All right, so we're going to hit on a myriad of topics here. I'll just kind of go piece by piece. And name, image, and likeness talk. Where are we? How does Lincoln feel about these guys developing their brand early? Well, I think a lot of that's already happening. Um you know, you see with the, you know, with recruits, social media followings, um, things that they do, videos, pictures, um, interviews. I mean, I think that's, I think that's started to progress in the last several years and, and probably will continue even more. Um, yeah, it's definitely going to have an impact. I mean, I don't know that we all can even understand the scope of how big a change that is, you know, from the you know, financial literacy. Um, there's many levels to it man I mean it's um, it's almost it's it's almost a little overwhelming honestly when you start to think about it but I see it as a positive thing um, a good thing for our program some of the things we've done, for example you know everybody's seen some of the things we've done on signing day the last few years and you know we, it's been 
you know, we've been one of the most viewed, uh, most, most talked about, you know, kind of signing day presentations of any program in the country. And, you know, this, that's, that's one of the advantages that you get at in Oklahoma is, uh, you know, an opportunity to do it on the big stage and a chance that if you come here, you do it right on the field, you do it right off the field. You do have a chance to build a brand for yourself. Now in, in the past, that's really only benefited players, you know, once playing only is now it's going to start, you know, benefiting some players even earlier. I think this is one of the biggest questions that had to be asked, and there's a lot of different ways that you can branch off of it. But John Hoover from the Sports Illustrated site that covers the Sooners asked what his confidence is right now in playing a season, starting a season on time. Oh, I still think we have a, a really good chance of it now. I mean, there's listen, there's no 100% right now. I mean, things are changing so quickly. I mean – you know, if you'd asked everybody three weeks a month ago, everybody probably would have said 100%. And, and you know, now that these numbers have surged, I, you know, that's created some more doubt in people's minds, and understandably. So, you know, for me, honestly, I don't sit back and worry about, uh, honestly, you know, if we're playing, who we're playing. My, my job is to, is to get this team ready uh, and ready for anything that comes our way, whether it's you know, rescheduling games, whether it's playing all the games or it's playing only playing conference games. I mean, uh, you know, the, this, this season is going to be like unlike any other. And so we've got to prepare our team that way. So in some ways the preparation of your team is different, but I don't know that, you know, for us right now, it's not a sit around in the staff room with our mask on and, uh, and debate, are we going to play this game? Are we going to play that game like that? we'll have to deal with some of those things as we, as we come up. And uh, just, I, I know everybody wants to know, and of course we would love to know too, but at the same time, we're not going to know. And, and we're not going to know, you know, probably week to week, we're not going to know. And, uh, and so we just got to, we got to let it play out, you know, and hopefully our country will respond in the way that, you know, uh, that we all hope it will. And we can get these numbers down and, and make it safe for, for players, staff, fans, everybody, and have football. But we've all certainly got to be ready to adjust. Jason Kersey brought up a really good question. This has been kind of my benchmark thought whenever it comes to making sure we have a season in 2020. You're asking 18 to 23-year-old, in this case men, uh, in in all sports, guys and and gals, you're asking them to go against kind of their natural instincts to where, hey, don't don't have a large social circle. Maintain your social distancing. Kind of – Kind of stay in, you know, don't go out, don't go to, to restaurants or bars, just be smart about it. And the question was, hey, how, how can you control that? How can you keep an eye on that? You know, wearing masks in public as well, too. And Lincoln had a great response. Oh, I, I don't know that control is the right word. I mean, I think you're, I think you can control that's probably a little far-fetched, maybe a little arrogant. I mean, I think it's, you're trying to, our deal is trying to educate and, and trying to make sure that they understand the repercussions for their actions and understand that, that the definition of that is, has changed. Um, that everything you do, you know, you got to first think about, you know, am I exposing myself, my family members, my teammates, you know, potentially jeopardizing all this. And then, and then you get onto the other parts of your decision-making before you actually do something. I mean, it's just, it's changed our whole way of thought. And so I think it's been more education for our guys, you know, and, you know, for guys coming to terms with what reality is right now and not try not to wait and have a bunch of missteps or a bunch of mistakes that could have been controlled or eliminated. 
um, to learn our lesson. We need to, you know, we need to learn our lessons now. And the better we can do that, the better we're going to be as a team. So, you know, we're educating them. We're talking to them a lot. And then, and then listen, we're living that ourselves. I mean, it's the same thing. I, you know, we're not, we're not going to restaurants. We're not, you know, we're not doing these things right now. We're, we're, you know, I was at my daughter's softball game last night with a mask on. I mean, that's, that's just, you know, we, part of it for us is educating. Part of it is also as coaches that we're living it and, and, and providing the right example. Now, speaking of speaking up, Joe Bettner, who is now the editor, the sports editor of the Norman Transcript, asked about Lincoln's reaction when he sees so many of his guys speaking up and using their platform to try to implement change in our society. Oh, I think it's awesome. I mean, I'm, I'm totally for it. I mean, I want I want guys to be educated when they do it. I want it to be, um, I like for it to be tasteful, um, well thought out. Um, and I've been really proud of some of the work that our guys have done. Both some of it has been public and you all have seen, there's been some things our guys have done behind the scenes that are, um, I guess you said maybe in the works, um, that are, that I'm really, really proud of and excited about. So, um, you know, I think it's, I think it goes back to, to, you know, I want, I want our guys to have the, the freedom to express themselves. That's, that's part of living in this country. And, but we really try to educate them to, to do it, not, not, what they put out or not their view on anything, but again, just to do it in a, in the, in the right, the right way, you know, well thought out, smart, educated, peaceful, um, positive, and, and our guys have done that. So, um, no, I think it's great. It's good to see more guys doing it across the country. Um, you know, and you've seen some, some pretty big changes at some places that frankly needed to happen, uh, that were sparked by, by, athletes and college football players so I, I think it's uh anyone associated with associated with the profession ought to be pretty proud of that right now now we've hit on what four or five cuts from the Lincoln Riley press conference finally a football question was asked by James Hale and it was on that and when I say football sure every everything here is about football but this was specifically to a position there's not a defensive lineman as it stands right now on the roster over 300 pounds so what's Lincoln's perspective and how does he feel about his defensive line and more specifically that interior where they lost everybody including Neville Gallimore who was drafted by the Cowboys uh yeah I feel good about it it's a it's a good group um I'm obviously excited about a lot of the newcomers. It was a huge priority in this, in this recruiting class, both this recruiting class, the previous one and, and developing even some of the guys that were, you know, maybe got limited reps or a little bit behind the scenes last year, because, you know, we obviously knew that, you know, Neville Q, you know, Dylan Famatow, you know, Kenny Mann. I mean, we knew we were getting ready to lose, you know, a handful of those guys. And so, uh, you know, the development of guys, you know, like, like, like Jordan Kelly, Isaiah Thomas and those guys that have really, I think, you know, got some real promise. Zach McKinney's had a really nice offseason. Um, is very key. And then obviously, you know, we signed a couple of junior college players with, with Perion and Josh, and we were very excited of what we saw of those guys this spring before we had to shut down. Um, very, very promising. And then, and then several young guys, you know, a couple of them that are here right now. Um, or a couple that were here before and several that have gotten here right now with, you know, Lorenzo and Grimes and I mean it's just it's a it's a pretty nice looking group you know so we're we're, we're excited to to see them go Marcus Six I'll, I'll and it'll be another one I throw in there Corey Roberson some guys that are behind the scenes that that bodies and all that have really changed so um, yeah I, I think the potential top end and the athleticism of that group I think has has improved 
Um, we've got some youth and some unproven guys, and that's one of those areas that we're going to need them uh, to step up. But, you know, when you return some edge guys like we do, when you return a LaRon Stokes and a Jalen Redmond, some of those guys inside, I mean, you've got some – You've got some really nice pieces that have and guys that have, you know, made some plays around here and been in some big ball games and and you know that'll help this this young group along. And uh and then I'm also excited to see, you know, just the from a coaching perspective, you know, I I'm really excited about kind of the tandem of of Calvin and Jamar, uh those guys working together. They've they've uh I think that's got a chance to be a, a really, really good um, you know, one two punch. Um and I um, think that's going to be a, you know, obviously a big factor as well. All right, two more quick questions. I'm of the belief that we will find out in the next couple of weeks, you know, are we left lane hammer down towards the season or will there be a pause? Will we not play certain games? Uh, there's been a lot of speculation about, hey, is it just going to be conference games to minimize travel? But I, I feel like that we'll find that out here in the next couple of weeks. Lincoln was asked, hey, is there a date that you have in mind when you want to know, all right, are we full go for the season? Here's what the schedule is going to look like. Is there a date in the next couple of weeks when that needs to be determined? Uh, I guess I think that's a good question. I I do believe that at some point, you know, we're going to have to get out and actually practice football and 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 kind of see what our plan is within our own teams because if we can't, you know, if you can't contain it within your own team, it's going to be tough to justify, you know, going and playing somebody else. So I, um, I think there, we're going to have to try it first. And, and I mean, you know, when I say try, it's not, we're not just obviously just throwing them out there and hoping, I mean, it'll be, you know, very, very well planned out and, and, you know, with every precaution that we possibly can, but in some level we've got to go try it and I think get a feel. So um, I think as we open camps and as people, start to practice, um, you know, have guys kind of in that in close quarters, you know, when you, when you do practice, which again, you'll try to limit as much as you can, but at some point you do have to practice football and it's tough to do that without two people being close to one another. And so I think once that happens and how we're, we're able to, to contain the virus, keep guys on the field, keep guys safe, keep guys healthy, that'll probably go a long way in determining, you know, what that looks like. So um, I don't know, to me, it's almost kind of like a, a build up, a step by step process, and it's hard to go to the next step and, until you've done the one right before. And we're not used to obviously having to deal with that. But I, you know, I, I would think we're, we would want to take our time and see how it plays out. And then finally, and maybe most importantly, how do you physically practice with the way that this disease spreads? How do you actually put together a practice where you're trying to mitigate? Uh, and minimize the risk of the spread of COVID-19 and how big of a challenge is it? Well, there's, you know, there's a lot of factors. I mean, those are a lot of conversations that started a long time ago. And then, you know, how we're defining, you know, this virus, how we're defining contact tracing is, is kind of changing, especially the contact tracing point, which is obviously a huge factor in our world. Um, I think a large part of that's going to do with what these helmets look like. Do we and how much we're able to shield or cover up the 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 face and the mouth area on each player? Um, it's just like the general public when you have a research is telling us right now when you have a mask on, your margin of safety is not I'm not saying things a hundred percent, but I mean your margin of safety is is in a pretty good place. And uh, you know our players are 
really no different there. So I think that'll be the first one. And then, you know, some of that is going to be the strategy this year, you know, of how much do you do that versus how much do you keep them separate? And that's going to, I, I can almost see that playing in the being just as or more important of what scheme you run or, you know, what play you call or what player that you play. I mean, it's going to be, everybody's going to do it differently and everybody's going to have different thoughts and it's going to have impacts on obviously games and seasons. So that's a, uh, it's just going to be like a whole, like a whole nother addition to the strategy side of the game. So um, yeah, it'd be kind of fun, to, honestly, kind of fun to see how that unfolds and all the different creative things that come that come out of this. Not on, not only in how you play, but in how you practice. So there you go. Some of the highlights of the Lincoln Riley Zoom conference call. I I really enjoy these. I think they're fun. Lincoln's relaxed. He's sitting on his couch. He's taking questions. I. I know that eventually we'll get to the point where we'll have in-person press conferences again and where Lincoln will be up at the dais and we'll be able to interview some of the players. But for right now, this is really fun, and you, I feel like, get a lot of really deep, thought-out answers. And it was informative, um, it was enlightening, and we got to the bottom of some big questions today. Lincoln Riley, Zoom conference call, good stuff. Thanks to Coach for doing that. Thanks to Mike Howe for putting it together. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented in part by Chick-fil-A. Even in these uncertain times, your Oklahoma Chick-fil-A restaurants are here to serve you. Dining rooms are closed, but where possible, you can still order from the drive-thru, the Chick-fil-A app, or from DoorDash. Hey, if you're interested in taking your passion for OU athletics to a new level, experience the best game day experiences while also supporting scholarships for nearly 600 student-athletes, you need to join the Sooner Club and join them today. Customizable options are available. All you have to do is pick up your phone and call 405-325-8000. Sooner Sports Podcast brought to you as well by Mercy. At Mercy, your life is our life's work. And Brahms, Brahms Ice Cream and Dairy Store, farm fresh for over 50 years. All right, so we go from some gridiron talk with Lincoln Riley to the hardwood and our Sooner Sound Off debate of the week. I get to host. I got to pick the winner. We're talking the best four or five-year careers in Oklahoma basketball history. All right, it is another episode of Sooner Sound Off presented by OU Extended Campus Degrees online, on site, on your schedule. Become the tradition OU Extended Campus. This week, a hot topic to debate the greatest four-year to five-year career in Sooner basketball history. Our panel welcomes back Gabe Eichard for one more week, along with Sooner Sports TV's Jessica Cootie and Chad McKee. So let's get after it, everyone. What are our topics this week? This is brought to you by Taco Mayo. Of course, we know the topic. We understand it. It's four or five-year career. But who are we debating for? Gabe Eichard, I'm starting with you. Who are you standing up for today? This one is a no-brainer. Buddy Heald is the best four-year OU basketball player of all time, and it's simple, guys. Two-time Big 12 Player of the Year, consensus All-American in 2016, where he won the Naismith Trophy, the Oscar Robertson Trophy, and the Wooden Award. Oh, and let's not forget, he was the sixth overall pick in the NBA draft, and the guy's like the nicest guy of all time. You guys have no chance today. None. Hey, it should be a great debate, but the best basketball career belongs to the great 
Stacey Dales, a commanding presence, an undeniable leader, a lockdown defender, a fierce competitor, a barrier breaker, and arguably the best passer the Lloyd Noble Center has ever seen. OU's all-time leading passer, but she was so much more than just a passer. The, she's the only Sooner men's or women's basketball in Oklahoma history and also in the Big 12 history to record over 1,700 points, over 750 assists, and over 700 rebounds. But more importantly than all of that, she helped to lay a foundation for Oklahoma women's basketball that head coach Sherry Cole says that the Sooners still stand mightily on the shoulders of Stacey Dales even today. Jessica and Chris and Gabe, for four years, Sooner fans and the college basketball world witnessed an irresistible force. It was a scoring, rebounding, shot blocking, double-double machine known as Courtney Paris, the likes of which we had not seen before and probably have not uh, seen since. Courtney held court before sellout crowds, elevated Sooner women's basketball to heights it had not previously seen before, and took us all on a ride that was so good that even I, as driver of the struggle bus on this show with zero career wins, cannot derail. <laughs> Simply put, Courtney's numbers were as unmatched as her play was on the court. And in just a what? few moments, I will show you exactly why. Whoa, hold Love on, it. hold on, Chad. Well, hold, hold on. Who's over your shoulder? I mean, what? you don't have a chance. You've got Buddy Hield well, over your shoulder. My, my, my Courtney Paris poster is on loan to the Hall of Fame, uh -huh. Gabe. I'll get it sure. back. Okay. Come very on. nice. Very nice. Well, let's get after it, Gabe. It's your time now, so everyone has their player. Everyone has who they're debating and who they're defending. So, Gabe, you bat leadoff. Tell me why Buddy Hield has the greatest career, four-year career in OU basketball history. Uh, Buddy Hield is the perfect example of one of my favorite quotes of all time. And that is, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Now, I'm not saying that Buddy isn't immensely talented. He is. But I'm not sure anyone in OU basketball history has ever worked harder than this man. And when you look at his statistics for his career, it really shows it. Now, I know you see the totals here, right? You see the threes. You see him as the all-time leading scorer in Big 12 history. What you don't see is the numbers that really tell a story of improvement. You look at his freshman year, 7.8 points per game. That grew to 16.5. 16.5 grew to 17.4. And then his senior year, he erupted for 25 points per game on over 45% shooting from three. That's just ridiculous, guys. Now, those last three seasons, he was Mr. Reliable. He started every single game for three state years, for three straight years, 105 games in a row, people. Now that hard work and durability led him to being the leading scorer in the history of the Big 12. It led to one of the most decorated seasons in the history of college basketball. Let's look at his accolades. Now, Buddy won the Wooden Award, the Naismith Trophy and the Oscar Robertson Award, all while leading OU to the Final Four in 2016. Now, we don't need to talk about that game, but you throw the Jerry West <laughs> Award on top for good measure. He did all of that while representing the university and himself extremely well. Let's take a look at Buddy Heald's special 2016 season. Special. That's the best word I can use to describe him. 
That's a mark of a champion. You want stars to perform. That's why I want you to perform. Stars perform. More than six quick points, and everyone needs it. He is sensational. He is better than advertised. You hear what all those national voices of college basketball say about Buddy Heald, and it's all true. That's why he's the best four-year OU basketball player ever. Now, I'll admit, other players have won all of these awards, right? We've seen it before. But how many players have gotten a standing ovation from Kansas fans? We all know Kansas basketball fans. They're the worst. But Buddy Heald drops 46 points on the Jayhawks in Allen Fieldhouse. I mean, look at this. They couldn't have appreciated him more. I mean, it's ridiculous. This doesn't happen in Big 12 basketball. That in itself says all you need to know about Buddy Heald and his greatness at Oklahoma. And if that's not enough for you, all of that hard work, all of this success, all everything he did in Norman resulted in this moment where he was taken sixth overall in the NBA draft, and he deserved it because he was the model basketball player. He improved every single year, and he's a great person. Now, in the NBA, all first team, when it came to the rookie team in 2017, he was the 2020 NBA three-point contest champion. Oh, yeah, in the last two seasons, he's averaged over 20 points per game. But Buddy Heald, incredible basketball player, but anyone that has come across him knows he is a better person. And that is why he is the best four-year basketball player in the history of Oklahoma basketball. Great argument, Gabe. And I do like how you pointed out that Chad does have the gate, uh, <laughs> does have the Buddy Heald poster right behind him. All right. When we come back, one of the greats who transitioned from the hardwood to broadcasting, Jessica Cootie tells you about Stacy Dales here on Sooner Sound Off. Thank you to our Cornerstone Television partners, OU Medicine, Anheuser-Busch, and OU Extended Campus, and our community partners, Landers Auto Group, Devon Energy, Coca-Cola, and OU Medicine. Welcome back to Sooner Sound Off, presented by OU Extended Campus. We're debating the greatest four to five year career in Sooner basketball history. Gabe Eichert made his points for one buddy healed. Jessica Cootie, take it away with one of the all time greats in Sooner women's basketball history. Hey, quick flashback, guys. You'll recall in 1990, the Oklahoma women's basketball program had been cut, eliminated. Six years later, Sherry Cole is hired to take over the program and following her first season, the team goes 5-22 and and we're in desperate need of a point guard. Assistant coach Pam DaCosta goes on a recruiting trip up to Canada and comes across a player by the name of Stacy Dale. She puts a call back in to coach Cole and says, I have found the savior. They get Stacy to Norman on a recruiting trip, her fifth and final recruiting trip, and one trip was all it took for her to wholeheartedly believe that this was the spot for her. She took a chance on a program that had 
been cut just a few years prior. She took a chance on a team coming off a 5 and 22 season, and she took a chance on a first year head coach that she knew that would put Oklahoma on the map. Unfortunately, did not get off to the start everyone had hoped for, tearing her ACL in just the first couple of minutes of the season opener of her true freshman season. Coach Cole said the deck was squarely stacked against her at that. She was injured and homesick and she watched from the sidelines as her team went eight and 19 that season. But fighting through that year, she came back as a redshirt freshman. She set the program freshman record for assists, also averaging nearly 12.7 rebounds per game, helping Oklahoma to its first winning season under Cole. As a sophomore, she averaged nearly 13 points, five rebounds, and six assists per game. And Oklahoma would clinch a share of the program's first Big 12 regular season title and the first trip to the NCAA tournament under Cole. And with the upset of the tournament in the second round, coming back from down 17 to knock off the defending champs, Purdue, with 16.6 rebounds and four assists, Stacy helped lead the Sooners to uh, help them advance to the Sweet 16 for the first time. And as a junior, Dells led the Sooners in scoring at 16 points. And with 248 assists that season, 248 assists, she set the single-season assist record. Named an All-American and the Big 12 Player of the Year, she once again helped lead Oklahoma to another conference title and another trip to the Sweet 16. As a senior, averaging 17 points per game, five boards, and nearly five assists per game, she once again repeated as Big 12 Player of the Year, leading the Sooners to another Big 12 regular season title. And as the most outstanding player with a double double 25 points 11 rebounds adding four assists she collected most outstanding player honors en route to the program's first big 12 tournament championship not only did the Sooners make it back to the sweet 16 that year not only did they advance to the program's first elite eight, elite eight and the program's first final four but with an 86 to 71 victory over Duke in which Dale stuffed the stat sheet 17 points three steals five of six six rebounds Oklahoma advanced to the 2002 national title game coming up short to UConn that year finishing as the NCAA runner-up. So her four-year career goes as such 1,920 career points. She's the program record holder with 764 career assists. Also pulling down 721 career rebounds. Again, the only men's or women's basketball player in Oklahoma history with those numbers. She started every game of the 130 she played for Oklahoma. She ranks in the top 10 of more than 20 different statistical categories. Again, two-time Big 12 Player of the Year, two-time All-American, the first two-time All-American, but she did it in the classroom too, a two-time academic All-American, and following her senior year, she was the academic All-American of the year for all of Division I sports, and on November 21st, she became the first female <laughs> athlete at the University of Oklahoma to have her jersey honored when number 21 was raised to the Raptors. Here's Sherry Cole on the lasting impact of Stacey Dales. Well, Stacy's ace has always been her presence. I remember opposing coaches watching her warm up and just the color draining from their face, just the way she carried herself, the way she walks into a room still, her ability to articulate her vision and her expectations to people around her. Don't get me wrong, gifted basketball player, unbelievable vision, a skill set, a touch around the rim, an intense defender, a worker, all those things that the great ones have to be. But then she had that it factor. She had that thing where the people around her were always better because she expected them to be and she had the ability to put her team in the palm of her hand. I don't know that you can really put into words what Stace has done for this program because the foundation that she laid was just so complete. It wasn't just 
I'm going to be a great basketball player. Or I'm going to lead a team to a Final Four and national championship game. It was I'm going to be the consummate student athlete. I mean, you can look at her transcript and see her performance in the classroom. She's been recognized academically on this campus. Fans fell in love with her. She just had that way. She has a gift. And so she laid the foundation of what was to come. 19 consecutive trips to the NCAA tournament, the 10 Big 12 titles, the nine Sweet 16s and three Final Fours. Again, took a chance on Oklahoma, came in, laid the foundation, and who's to say what could have been if Stacey Dales is not a Sooner playing? Love those foundation pieces. Stacey Dales, definitely one of those for the OU women's basketball And, and Jessica only Great went point. a full minute over her allotted time with her <laughs> Did she? There. Did she even take a breath? <laughs> no, I mean, did I she didn't. breathe in four and a half minutes? That was unbelievable. Hey, <laughs> when we come national back. title game, fellas, national title game. When we come back, Chad McKee debates one of the all-time greats, Courtney Pierce. That's next on Sound Off. Air Comfort Solutions, your total home solution for plumbing, heating, air conditioning, and electrical. Make the winning call today. Taco Mayo, fresh ingredients built to order. The Trails Golf Club, Norman's club of choice. Kincaid Coach, the official motor coach carrier of OU Athletics. Community Coffee, family-owned community coffee, the official brewed coffee of OU Athletics. Taste the difference family makes. Welcome back into Sooner Sound Off, presented by OU Extended Campus. We're debating the greatest four to five year career in Sooner basketball history. Gabe Eichert made the case for Buddy Heel. Jessica Cootie, an impassioned plea for Stacey Dales. And now, Chad McKee, you wrap it up with one of the greatest post players in Sooner basketball history. Wonderful arguments made by each of my competitors. You'll notice I'm wearing my Courtney Paris. Jersey honoring ceremony pen that was given to me on that very special night. No offense to the other two represented. Stacy Dale's buddy healed incredible careers, but the greatest four-year career in Sooner basketball history belongs to Courtney Paris. Now, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but oftentimes on this egg, we tend to overcomplicate things just a little bit. That's part of the beauty of basketball. It's very simple at its core. And great coaches from John Wooden to Sherry Cole to Pat Summit to Lon Kruger will tell you, if you will do these three things, you have a chance to win most of your games. Those three things, score the basketball, rebound the basketball, and prevent your opponent from scoring. And in the history of Sooner basketball, nobody excelled in all three categories the way that CP3 did. Don't take my word for it. The numbers simply speak for themselves. When you talk about a four-year career, we're talking about one in which she scored more points than the late, great Wayman Tisdale, who played only three years. Now, rebounding, nearly a 1,000 more. In fact, listen to this. You could take away Courtney's entire junior and senior seasons, and she would still be Oklahoma's all-time rebounding leader. And then maybe the most critical, shot blocking, defending. By over 200 blocks, she leads in that category. Remember, today's topic is best four or five year career. That means you needed to be a star from the get go. In her very first game as a Sooner, 
Courtney Paris registered 25 points and 18 rebounds in only 19 minutes of basketball. It would be the first of an NCAA record 128 double-doubles. From December 3rd of 2005 to February 9th of 2009, she recorded at least 10 points and 10 rebounds in an astonishing 112 straight games. The next longest streak in all of college basketball, men or women, is 48 games. In fact, Courtney Paris played 130 games as a Sooner and had 128 double-doubles. Only nine times did she not have a double-double. And when that streak came to an end, 112 consecutive, the Sooners actually beat Hall of Fame head coach Pat Summit in Tennessee, denying Coach Summit her 1,000th career win before a crowd of over 12,000 fans at the Ford Center. And as the double-doubles and records piled up, so did the accolades and accomplishments. Courtney Sooners won 113 games and lost only 24. Three Big 12 titles, two Big 12 tournament titles, two NCAA Sweet 16s, and in Courtney's final game as a Sooner, a trip to the Final Four. In all of college basketball history, there have been exactly two seasons where a player scored 700 points, pulled down 500 rebounds, and blocked 100 or more shots. Both of those belong to the great Courtney Paris. The first four-time, first-team All-American in women's college basketball history. Three times the Big 12 Conference Player of the Year. Two times she was the Conference Defensive Player of the Year. And we throw around this term way too loosely. We say, too many records to even mention. Well, in Courtney's case, it's absolutely true. How about 20 NCAA records? 57 Big 12 Conference records, 69 Oklahoma Sooner Program records. And of course, she did it all very specially alongside her twin sister, Ashley. What a duo they were. And you think about the way that they did it with grace and dignity and class, including in 2009 when Courtney won the Lowe's Senior Class Award to add to her incredible list of accomplishments. And I can't help but think how wonderful it's going to be to have Sooner Stars of the Future tutored by Courtney Paris, who will be on the bench alongside her Hall of Fame head coach, Sherry Cole. It is this simple, Chris. When it comes to Sooner basketball, this Paris is the Eiffel Tower. Oh. You knew you had to get a wow. dad joke in there, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. There's the dad joke of the day. <laughs> that is a great dad, dad joke. Jokes. That's in the dad joke call of fame. All right. Everyone, great, great job, Chad. That was an outstanding support and an outstanding stance for Courtney Paris. So when we come back, we'll have our winner and our final points, our final debates to wrap it up here on Sooner Sound Off. Stick around. The Sooner Podcast is your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. Listen as Toby Rowland and Chris Plank talk all things Sooners. New episodes drop every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Log on to Soonersports.tv slash podcast to listen to old shows and subscribe to always get the newest ones. Log on to Soonersports.com slash kids for information about joining the Sooner Junior Kids Club presented by OG&E. Brought to you in part by Orthodontics Exclusively. Sooner Sports TV Personalities Wardrobe is provided by Threads Menswear and Blush on Campus Corner. Hair and makeup provided by Clementine Hair Lounge.
Final segment of Sooner Sound Off, presented by OU Extended Campus. Our debate today has been around the best four to five year career in Sooner basketball history. It's now time for our closing arguments, presented by Ken Cade coach Gabe Eichert. Give me your final word on Buddy Heald. Buddy Buckets, tremendous nickname, even better basketball player, even better person. Let's not forget, improved every season had one of the most decorated years in college basketball history in 2016. He won all the Player of the Year awards while leading OU to the Final Four. And it didn't stop there. The sixth pick of the NBA draft, and he is having all kinds of NBA success. But let's not forget what he did off the court. He has raised well over a million dollars. Remember Hurricane Dorian in the Bahamas? Yeah, he helped his hometown out. He did all kinds of great community service while he was a Sooner. Buddy Buckets, Buddy Heald, the best four-year basketball player in OU basketball history, and he's not done yet, guys. Hey, great debate today, guys. Obviously, I'm a huge fan of all three of these players, but I do have to say, you know, last week we celebrated the 48th anniversary of the t passing of Title IX, and how awesome is it that we have two women in this debate here today? Now, with that being said, Stacy Dales came to Oklahoma not when, it's in it, when it was in its prime, the program was in its prime, but to come to help put Oklahoma on the map. She was a point guard, so her numbers are not going to be comparable scoring-wise to the other two players in this debate. But she was a facilitator. She made the show go, and there has not been a better facilitator to ever wear the Sooner uniform, the OU career leader in assists. She's a first two-time All-American, the first two-time Big 12 Player of the Year, a two-time academic All-American, four Big 12 titles, two Sweet 16s, and she took her team further than any other women's basketball team has gone in the history of the program and further than the other two players in this debate. She's the only player to put up the kind of numbers she did, scoring, rebounding, and an assist, both in Oklahoma and Big 12 history. And she laid a foundation. Had Stacey Dells not come to Oklahoma, Courtney Paris might not have had the double-double streak. Taylor Robertson might not have broken the three-point record this past year as her legacy has lasted throughout the years of the Oklahoma women's basketball program. You may remember during Courtney Paris's senior season as the Sooners were making a run to the Final Four, she pledged that if they did not win a national championship, she would repay her scholarship. It was valued then at about $64,000, probably rather conservatively. Sooners felt two games shy of that, but OU Athletic Director Joe Castiglione said, wow, we appreciate that generosity. We would never expect Courtney to do something like that because the exposure and all the things that she did for the university were just something you could not put a price tag on. Think about this. To have a great four-year career, you have to be a star from the very beginning. From the beginning, Courtney Paris was a star. She appeared at the top of the opposing team scouting report every single game. Not at the beginning of her sophomore season or at the beginning of her senior season. Every single game. The mantra was, stop Courtney Paris, you'll stop the Sooners. Time and time again they tried. Time and time again they failed to stop Courtney Paris. Chris, don't be like those former Sooner opponents and try to stop <laughs> Courtney Paris. She's unstoppable, even today here on Sooner Sound Off. Well, hey, Blink, you've been a great point guard today, by the way. Thank you very much, Jess. Stop kissing up. That. We know and who the winner nobody, is. There is absolutely nobody more qualified or impassioned to debate Stacey Dales and Jessica Cootie. There is nobody more steeped in Sooner basketball than Gabe Eichert to debate 
the greatness of Buddy Heald. But our winner today, presented by Community Coffee, is Chad McKee. An incredible <laughs> point on Courtney Paris. From day one, she was a difference maker. Now you go vote. See if we can win the fan vote for Gabe or for Jessica. Toby Rowland rejoins us next week. Congratulations, Chad, here on Sooner Sound Off. Have a great week. All right, fun show today. Again, sorry we're dropping a little bit later on in the afternoon, uh, but I, I just I thought it would be really fun to hear from Lincoln Riley on the podcast today, and I appreciate everyone for hanging in there with us. All right, here's what's on tap. Even though it is a holiday weekend, we still have content coming your way. And what's on tap is brought to you by OG&E, Power at the Speed of Life. Now, last night on the classic broadcasts, we dropped the 2001 OU Texas game. You might remember it. Roy Williams, the Superman play. Phenomenal. Incredible. Check it out. It's available for download right now. And then tomorrow, this whole month is OU Texas and Bedlam month. Tomorrow is the 2017 Bedlam game between, oh, oh, it's Bedlam playing Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. And a record-setting day for one Baker Mayfield and the defense steps up big late. So check it out. That's what's on tap on the Sooner Sports Podcast. Toby will be back with us on Monday as he returns from vacation. We'll hear from Dr. Dale Bratzler and Joe Castiglione as well next week right here on the Sooner Sports Podcast. Everyone have a great 4th of July. We appreciate the support of the podcast. Spread the word. Leave a five-star review on Apple. And Boomer Sooner, everybody.